Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. Bam, just pressed the record button on the audio. You've only missed like five seconds. I literally just started the show. One of these weeks, I will um, I will remember to press that before I actually go live on YouTube. I, um, I mean, I, you know, if you really want to listen to like my one second thing I say before I play the intro, just go to YouTube. The Frankie D Show, you can listen to it there. All right, I did just say, though, right before I played the intro, that I, this might start off a little rocky. It's because I'm getting this stupid noise where I am, and I don't know if you guys could hear this, that it's not, like, too intrusive on my end. So hopefully it's not uh, too bad on your end. I think it should stop in a little while. All right, let's get the show started. So, like I do every week, uh, plug in the show. It's uh, The Frankie D Show on YouTube. The Frankie D Show on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a five-star review, comment, do, you know, all that stuff. If you do, if someone leaves me a five-star review and, like, with an actual comment on Apple Podcasts, I will, you know, I'll read them on there, you know, because, like, I don't know. I haven't gotten any, so I think it'd be fun. And I see some of you people fucking listening. I'm, I'm checking how many listeners I get between YouTube and the audio, you know, just the audio. And I'm seeing them getting listeners. So, it's, come on, people. Leave me leave me a five-star review. Give me, uh, you know... I keep saying give me a five... Give me five stars and give me a review so I can read it. I mean, if you really don't want to, I really don't care. I just think it'd be kind of fun to read on air. doesn't really matter that much, though. And on YouTube, make sure you uh, smash that subscribe button since that's what they say you're supposed to do. You smash that shit. Uh, give me the thumbs up, ding that freaking bell. That's what they say you do. I've never, I don't think I've ever dung the bell on YouTube, but I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. I'm actually now, I am on more platforms, so I'm not just on Podbean and Apple Podcast for the audio. I'm on, um, Google Podcasts now. I, I, I didn't even put my RSS feed there. I don't honestly know how it got there. So I'm on there. I, I still got to put it on Spotify and Amazon. I think after that, I'm on like all the major ones. Except for, I guess, Pandora. But does, do people really listen to podcasts on there? Like, I know that, like, they, you know, Pandora has like their crowd. But, uh,. I don't know. Honestly, even Spotify, they're getting all these big names there. All right, that noise on my end actually just went down. Um, Spotify's getting a bunch of names, and I know a lot of people that don't have iPhones and stuff, they probably listen to podcasts on Spotify. However, I never hear about anyone actually listening to podcasts on Spotify. I mean, now that Joe Rogan's there, of course those people are listening to Joe Rogan on Spotify. But besides him, I never hear about anyone being like, oh, yeah, I listen to that podcast on Spotify. Everyone I still hear either says Apple Podcasts or they just found the podcast on YouTube. So, but I'll put I'll put it on Spotify anyway. And I'll get it on Pandora. I'll, I'll, I'll get it everywhere. Wherever you people want to listen to it, I'll have. And if uh, you listen to it somewhere else, let me know. So... Yeah, Apple Podcast, it's on Google Podcast, Podbean. And also the Twitter and Instagram, it's at the Frankie D show. So really all you just have to remember is the Frankie D show. Alrighty, let's get into uh some topics. Also, I'll plug the number real fast. It's in the description again, but uh if anyone wants to call in, that number is 732 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And that number is in the description. Alright, let's get to some topics because uh, a bit of uh, you know interesting shit's happened, I guess, this week. At least stuff that's caught my eye. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that are talking about other shit. Like, everyone's probably talking about Bill Cosby right now. I really don't even have any thing to say about Bill Cosby. It's kind of, there's enough people talking about him. We'll talk about some other shit. The, the one thing I, I wanted to start off with 
it's just because like I'm a radio guy. I've always wanted to be a radio host. That's kind of why I'm like doing the podcast and stuff. I've had internships in radio at FM stations, AM stations, Sirius XM. So uh, I want to start off with talking about Howard Stern. Everyone's talking about him right now. Everybody, like I, I don't think people have talked about him this much since like the mid two thousands. Like you know, since he jumped over to Sirius, everyone's talking about him right now because he's taken a summer vacation. Like he's going to be off. Like he's literally off now until September. It's pissing a lot of his fans off. I think that's kind of stupid that these people are getting pissed off. They're really pissed off because he's making all this money. He's making like everyone says he's making a hundred million a year. I don't think anyone really knows that. Like, there's always articles coming out that Howard Stern is making a hundred million dollars a year, but he's always denied that. It could be true, could be false. He could be making more, could be making less. Maybe that's what he's making. I don't really know. I think it's stupid though that his fans are getting, like, super pissed, like, I could understand, like, apparently a lot of people are like, fuck this, I'm unsubscribing to Sirius, honestly, I think that's fair, I'm sure they'll come, you know, if they, if they're that big of a fan of him, I'm sure they'll come back when he comes back on air, but if, if he's the only show these people are listening to, why would they keep subscribing when he, they're just gonna play reruns, a lot of these fans of his, he's had a long time, I don't think he's bringing many new fans in, so, why would these people that have already heard these shows, heard these... Re- I mean, he's only on three days a week anyway. There's Sternthology on Sirius XM for him, where a lot of people hear his reruns. So, I, I don't see the point of these people staying. I, I think they'll be back, though. But a lot of these people that are saying they're uns- uh, unsubscribing, I think that's fair. However, I think it's stupid that these people are getting, like, pissed at him for just not working. It's kind of like... You can't really be pissed at him for that. Be pissed at SiriusXM for that, right? I mean, and even that, I don't even think you should even be pissed at SiriusXM for that. I'll explain why. The guys paid his dues. They gave him that contract for a reason. I mean, he's the biggest radio personality of all time. There were so many years where Howard Stern worked five... I mean, you know, a normal work week, five days. But not only five days... Five hours, and especially on satellite radio where they play less commercials than uh, FM radio. That's a lot of show time. He, the guy's paid, paid his dues. He deserves the three-day work week. If, if, if Sirius gives him that money and that vacation time, one, he'd be a fool not to take it. So people that are like, he should just retire. Why would he just retire when they're giving him that money and that time off? Anyone and their brother would take that. Ser- seriously, think to yourself right now. If you had the opportunity to make $100 million a year w- and work the amount of hours he works, would you not take it? That'd be foolish not to take it. So I think the people are stupid that are saying like he should, that are pissed at him and saying he should just retire. I, I think that's stupid. I, I, again, I, I don't have a problem with them unsubscribing if they're like, well, fuck this. He, he's not going to be on, he's the only show I listen to. It's kind of like, well, all right unsubscribe till he comes back I you know I don't have a problem with that but for the people that are like all pissed at him you know like saying oh he should he should just retire like how how could he leave us for two months it's kind of like well it's in his contract can't be you know don't don't be you know it's it's fair it's in the contract if it wasn't in the contract and he just decided all right I'm gonna take two months off and Sirius was just like all right you could do that if you want like out of the out of nowhere, it's like that. Then I'd be like, "All right, yeah, dude, what the fuck, Howard?" But no, it's in his contract. He could he could do it. It's fair game. I have no problem with it. It's it's kind of funny how pissed people are getting at him when if they were in the same position, they would take the same deal. Also, I don't know if I said this in the beginning of the show. I was like configuring shit on my computer, so I was like for the live listeners. Uh, I was like 15 minutes late, so sorry about that. I, w- I was like here. I should have apparently started this process like 15 minutes earlier, so sorry about that. Shouldn't happen again next week. My apologies. I know. Um, Nikki Glaser was... I, I'm not like... I like Nikki Glaser. I think she's pretty funny. I think she's pretty hot and everything. But uh, in terms of... Stand- I mean, I'm not like a huge stand-up fan. I like her on the roasts and everything. So, I check uh, her podcast out. She has a podcast. I see she's been going on other people's shows 
uh, for a while promoting her podcast, the Nikki Glaser podcast. It's a daily show. It's daily Monday to Thursday. I always find that weird. There's like, I don't know, when shows say they're daily and they're only three to four days a week. I feel like daily, isn't that supposed to be five days? I guess four is like close enough. But she has a daily uh, podcast on uh, the Nikki Glaser podcast. And I was like, all right, I'll look through the episodes. And if there's a title or something that kind of draws my interest, I will take a li- I'll take a listen. And I, I used to listen to uh, her Sirius XM show, You Up With Nikki Glaser. So they had uh, some guests on there that I liked sometimes, or I was interested in listening and uh, the show was live. It seemed, uh, you know, pretty upbeat. It was it was fine. So I figure since, uh, you know, I like her on the rose. I like her other places. Uh, I, I really like her as a guest on shows. That's where I think she really shines. I feel like she shouldn't, like, be a host, honestly. I feel like, like, guests is just where she's at. However, it's not like you get paid to be a guest. Um, so I looked through her episodes to her podcast... And the only one that catches my attention was it said something like a Stern connection. So I was like, all right, I wonder if that has to do with Howard Stern because I've heard her, like, jerk him off before. She Apparently, like, she's a big Howard Stern fan, she says. And then when I listened to the episode, she said she only became, like, a Howard Stern fan, like, five years ago. So I don't know. I feel like the real Howard Stern fans have been in that shit since, like, the 90s at least. Maybe even the 80s. I mean, like, I can't even say I'm, like, a huge, uh, like, like, I'm a diehard Howard Stern fan. I've only started watching him a few years ago, and most of it's his old shit from the 90s and 2000s and early series and stuff. Um, but I do like him. I, you know, I've got tremendous respect for what he did. So anyway, I take a listen to this episode in the Nikki Glaser podcast. I didn't finish the episode. I really, I really don't, don't think she's a good host for the podcast. I thought a radio show was a little better. There's something about radio sometimes that really gets people... I don't know, in the mood, maybe it's because they're in, like, a big, uh, I don't know about big, but they're in, like, an actual professional studio, they're live on air, like, there's something about radio, like, you feel like, oh, man, I I love it. I had a college radio show, a high school radio show, my internships, I was on air. There is something about radio that I, I really do love. So I really didn't think she was hosting that well, so I didn't finish the episode, but I, I heard what she had to say about Howard, and, um... She was saying that people should listen to Howard Stern. She was saying, like, he is worth getting Sirius XM for. So he's got a big fan base. Like, there's definitely a lot of people that are probably saying that about uh, Howard Stern. And, uh... I got the live chat on this week. We got Mr. A in here. What's up, Mr. A? Thanks for stopping by. Mr. A, one of my fans. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I hear what Nikki Glaser has to say about Howard Stern, and she was saying, like, how he's such a great interviewer, everyone says that about Howard Stern. She was saying that she, he got her to admit on air, yeah, when he was interviewing her, that she blew Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones is a really shitty country radio host, radio DJ. I, I, you know, I, I have a hard time calling people hosts when they don't actually host when they really just play music, honestly, I don't, I don't do a, I don't do a ton of listening to him because one country music. I loved country music for many many years. New country music just blows. It's jumped the shark. It's terrible. I hope it gets better, but right now it blows. Um, I've checked quite a bit of him out on YouTube to see what his interviews are like, what his shows are like. He used to live stream his shows. I guess he actually does for a, a DJ do definitely more talking than the average. DJ, you know, that plays music. But, uh, anyway. Uh, Howard got her to say that she blew him on, uh, that she blew Bobby Bones. Uh, I guess she, like, she was like, oh, I would never say that. He's such a great interviewer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Howard Stern is a good interviewer. I'm not, you know. There's a lot of people that, like, try to, like, just trash on Howard. And, you know, because he's changed a lot. There's a lot of podcasters, a lot of radio hosts I will shit on. I mean, like I just said, Bobby Bones is a terrible radio host. Terrible. I he He's boring. He's not fun. To, like, there's nothing good about him, honestly. I You know, I'll plug him. Take a look at his show. You won't be going back to it. 
Guy doesn't represent country music. I, mean, I guess maybe he represents current country music. That's how he became so big on there. Um, but anyway, like I, I was saying, Nikki was telling people to go subscribe to Sirius. Like she was saying, he is worth subscribing to Sirius too. And then she said, some of you might have preconceived thoughts of him, but. Like, get those out of your head, basically. I forget her exact words. But, like, basically, like, get that out of your head because he's woke now. And it's like, wait, what? That's why, like, like, like you're saying he's good to listen to now because he's woke? Nikki, people that wanted to listen to Howard Stern didn't, don't want to listen to him because he's woke. One, no one wants to listen to anyone that's woke. I don't even think woke people want to listen to people that's woke. That's why they listen to people that aren't woke, just so they can bitch about them. So, no one wants to listen to someone that's not woke. Uh, I'm not saying that means, like, they want to, you know, that you should just be listening to assholes or anything. But there's a difference between being, you know, not woke and an asshole. Like, you, you could just be not politically correct. And that doesn't mean you have to be outrageous. I think that's what a lot of people want from Howard these days. They don't want political correctness from him. I think a lot of people would actually be more okay with him if uh, he didn't seem more politically correct these days. No one's saying he has to be outrageous anymore. He did do that for a lot of years. I mean, maybe there are probably a lot of people. But anyway, also, Nikki, you're plugging him. You're saying how great he is. You're plugging him on your podcast. Nikki, you don't have... A woke audience. I don't think like any stand-up, at least any popular stand-up comedian, has a woke audience. And you know, you're, you're talking about, uh, I, well, I don't know, you're talking about sex all the time, right? Like, I, I can't imagine you have a woke audience. I guess just because you're talking about sex, does, <laughs> that doesn't mean uh, you can't be woke. But I don't know. I, I don't believe Nikki Glaser has a woke audience. So she's trying to get her not woke audience. To go listen to someone that she just said was woke. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think she just got him any listeners from that. A lot of people are pissed that Howard uh, is woke now. What you gonna do? Like I said earlier, he's paid his dues. He could do anything he wants. At this point, like, who gives a fuck? That's why I think, you know, in the back of his head, like, with all his fans bitching, he's probably like, fuck this shit. I've given them so many fucking years of good radio, and I can't take a summer vacation. What you gonna do? He used to have, I mean, I guess he still has. He, you know, he had the whack pack. Man, they are fun to watch on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen any of those people from Howard Stern's Wack Pack, go check them out. Beetlejuice is the funniest motherfucker. I don't even know. Like, he's like a little... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this video of him. He's like this little uh, dwarf with mental problems. I need I need to play the, he so even though he's a dwarf he thinks he's like tough as fuck and um he thinks he could take on uh like Brock Lesnar CM Punk I think Conor McGregor I'm going to play this again this is literally a little mentally a little mental issued uh dwarf Thinking he could take on people like Brock Lesnar and stuff. All right, let's give him a, a, a quick lesson. CM Punk. Are you a CM Punk fan? I'm a Punk fan. CM Punk. So he, he, a wrestler from WWE and he went into UFC. Start that over. CM Punk. Are you a CM Punk fan? I'm a Punk fan, but I will whoop his ass. You'll whoop his ass? Yeah. Do you think, is, what, what do you think of his last fight? Do you think he was a good fighter? Because I've no, seen you fight. He can't fight me. I'm beating his ass quick. Really? <laughs> The, I'll pick up his ass. So you just take him right away? Take, take him, him right away. I'll take him out clear. Man, he is saying he would just beat the shit out of CM Punk. Honestly, I can kind of believe it. CM Punk was a wuss. He got his ass kicked in UFC. All right, let's see what else Beetlejuice has to say. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it, 
so you like him as a person, but you don't think he's a good fighter. I like him. Bobby like him. He's really okay. Well, do you, is that this? If, if you want to get into the UFC, is that what you're saying? Like, would you actually consider? Hell if, yeah, I would beat the hell out of that. Yeah. <laughs> what about Conor McGregor? He's just. All right, so Conor McGregor. We all know he's a you know big UFC fighter, and he tends to uh, beat the shit out of people. So let's see what this little uh, what this little guy has to say about Conor McGregor. He got announced. Oh, geez. He... <laughs> I'll cut that. Oh, oh really? <laughs> okay. He's fighting at Madison Square Garden. Well, uh, who cares? He's fighting at Madison Garden. I can fight too. Okay. Uh, it don't make a difference. I'll box his ass out quick. Damn, Beetlejuice. He's gonna beat the shit out of Conor McGregor. I'd like to say, I want him to fight Conor McGregor and CM Punk uh, two-on-one. It could be the two of them versus Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice would be beating the shit out of them. Well, is there any fighters that you think, like a Brock Lesnar? I mean, Oh, Brock Lesnar, he ain't shit. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, he ain't shit. You know, huge, big, steroided Brock Lesnar from WWE and UFC. He ain't shit. Brock Lesnar's not shit. He's a fat. Anybody can knock his fat ass out. No, I think you could, cause you're a pretty good fighter. Show me how you punch. Show oh, me your punches. I'm a punch. I'm knocking that out clear. I'm better. I'm quicker than most. Uh, that was hilarious. That was from TMZ. If anyone wants to uh, check that out, ah, uh, that was too fucking good. Calling Brock Lesnar a little fat fuck, beating, beating his ass. Uh, that was too good. See, Howard Stern needs to have the Whack Packers on more again. Those people are insane. There's a lot of insane people these days. I, I'd like to see. He, he's had, a, you know, a bunch of, you know, people. Like, he, a Tan Mom, she's a Whack Packer. She's, like, just someone that, I guess, has tanned tremendously throughout her life, and now her skin looks like shit. I'd like to see, I'd like to have, like, my own whack pack. I, I, it couldn't be called a whack pack, though. Like, you know, that's Howard Stern saying. I need, I need my own name for it. I want to add this uh, person to it. I just saw there was a, this article. Is it about her or him? Let's, let's see. It's about a, a transracial person. Apparently they're getting slammed. We'll see how long that lasts, though. And people like to uh, stand up for... People like to stand up for people, so who knows? In the future, everyone might be like, no, you can't slam them for being transracial. But uh, this is British influencer Ollie London. I don't know if I pronounced Ollie right. It's O-L-I. Reveals they've been told to kill themselves for coming out as transracial, while others have threatened to gun them down after 19 surgeries to look like a K-pop star. Damn. So this says a white influencer who has had 18 surgeries, I thought you just said 19, 18 surgeries to look like a K-pop star Jimin, again, don't know if I pronounced that right, has revealed uh, they've received death threats after saying they identify as Korean. Ollie London, 31, from London. So is that her real name? Or is that just because she's from London and just wants to make her last name London? I don't know. Don't care that much. Uh, first hit headlines in October 2018 after news broke that they had spent over... Is that 75000 I don't know what that symbol is. I'm probably an idiot for not knowing that. Everyone's got to be like, Frank, you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so for spending over uh, 75000 on surgeries to look like Jimin from Korean boy band BTS... Speaking to TMZ, Ollie, who identifies as non-binary, said they've been told to... Why do they keep saying they've? I've realized that. I keep seeing they've here. Is, it, is this more than one person? Wouldn't it just be uh, Ollie, who identifies as non-binary, said she's been told to kill herself? Or I, oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. Wow, I'm an idiot for that one. If you're non-binary, you don't have a gender, correct? So can't do that. My bad. Uh, so they've been told to kill themselves while other have threatened to gun them down. 
The influencer has spent over $150,000 on surgery, most recently sharing a video from their hospital bed after undergoing eye surgery, a facelift, brow lift, and temple lift. Uh, there's, a, there's a quick video here. Let's see what they have to say. With oh, qualities. Camp. Stupid commercial. I still feel they. Doesn't that sound like plural? Is it more than one person? Let's see. Okay. So, Janan, Jimin, Imida. Hey guys, I'm finally Korean. I've transitioned. I'm so, so happy I've completed my look. I'm finally Korean, guys. I have the eyes. Just had a brow lift as well. Um, so I'm so happy. Finally, I've been trapped in the wrong body for eight years. And that's the worst feeling in the world when you're trapped and you don't feel like you can be yourself. But finally, I'm Korean. I can be myself. And I'm so, so happy. Uh, can we get this person on my podcast? I would really love to interview this person. Okay, shut up. Computer. I would really love to interview that person. I want to know what it feels like being a Korean trapped inside a British body. I would love to know what that's all about. I, I that one I just don't, I don't understand. So got to interview. Seriously, I, I feel like um, I don't know. I I, I feel like. I'm curious who what I guess I should finish reading this this article because I, I want to know who who is exactly threatening her. Is it like Korean people? Are they like you racist piece of shit? You're not actually Korean. Is that like are they basically saying that's like Korean face? Like how there's blackface, but she got like surgery for it. Or is it other people in uh, Britain? I'm curious who's uh, coming out. Because I feel like that that is going to be hard to um, to convince the Korean people that you are one of them. Let's see. Ollie, who came out as non-binary and transracial earlier this week, explained, Hey guys, I'm finally Korean. I've transitioned. I'm so, so happy. I've completed... Okay, I, we just watched it in the video. Um, however, it wasn't... Long before the post, she was met with a very mixed response, with some going so far to accuse them of ultimate cultural appropriation. You cannot have just moved to Korea and got a citizenship. This seems so disrespectful to me, wrote one, while a second commented, you can change your gender, you cannot change your race. Well, see, this is uh, funny, because there was probably a, Time, I I could be wrong about this. There's probably a time there, right, when people were, you know, when when I uh, the transgender thing wasn't as big as it was as big as it is now, and people were probably like, you could be gay, but you you can't change your gender. And now you know, totally acceptable. Now we've got, uh, you know, people saying. You can change your gender, but you can't change your race. I Who knows what that'll be in five, ten years. In five, ten years, people will be like, hey, you gotta, you gotta accept that. They, they could do whatever they want. I mean, I guess technically, right? They, they, they paid with their own money. I guess that technically they can do whatever they want, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, people are pissed right now. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, our woke culture brings people to saying, hey, you got to accept transracial people. And then, who knows, if if that does happen, you heard it here, folks. All right. I do want that person on my podcast, so I really want to interview. I don't know. Do I say they? Do I say it? I, I, I don't really. I really want to interview that new Korean person. Alrighty, I'm going to uh, take a quick trivia break. It's probably not going to play the whole thing like I want to, because it usually cuts out the very last second, but we will give it a shot.
Sound good? Cool. Let's see if this works. Come on. This never goes fast enough. All right. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. So the categories are geography, movies, children's literature, sports, and U.S. states. All right, so the first question, the category is geography. Machu Picchu is located in what country? Again, Machu Picchu is located in what country? I have no clue if I pronounced that right, Machu Picchu. It kind of reminds me of Pokemon seeing Pichu, you know, like Pichu and Pikachu. That definitely won't help you get the answer to the question, but that is what Pichu reminds me of. All right, going on to the next question. The category is movies. In what town does the movie Groundhog Day take place? Again, in what town does the movie Groundhog Day take place? I guess you're shit out of luck with this question if you've never seen the movie Groundhog Day. So, too bad for those people. All right, going on to the next question. The category is children's literature. What color is the little engine in the book, the little engine that could? Again, what color is the little engine in the book, the little engine that could? I have no clue why I'm asking children's literature questions on here. I feel like I honestly probably just should have passed that one, but it's in there. So if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. Just like all the other questions. All right, going on to the next question. The category is sports. Who did Tony Romo replace in 2006 as the Dallas Cowboys starting QB? Again, who did Tony Romo replace in 2006 as the Dallas Cowboys starting QB? For those of you that don't watch sports, QB stands for quarterback. All right, and then the last question. The category is U.S. states. What U.S. state is nicknamed the Gopher State? Again, what U.S. state is nicknamed the Gopher State? All right, let's go through these answers now. The first question was Machu Picchu is located in what country? The answer is Peru. I was thinking Japan when I saw the Pichu, but I would have been wrong. All right, the next question, or the next answer. In what town does the movie Groundhog Day take place? That would be, I have no clue if I'm going to pronounce this right, Punxsutawney, and that's in the state of Pennsylvania. So Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. All right, next question. What color is the little engine in the book, the little engine that could? The answer is blue. Next question. Who did Tony Romo replace in 2006 as the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback? I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right either. The answer is Drew Bledsoe. I definitely pronounced that wrong. Drew Bledsoe. My bad. I'm sorry. All right, and then the last question was, what U.S. state is nicknamed the Gopher State? The answer to that is Minnesota. All righty, that's all the answers to all the questions for that round. Let's get back to the show. Holy crap, that was one week that, for some reason, the recording actually played to the very end. I like the participation we got in the in the live chat there. I see Mr. A answered uh, at least two, three, and four. I think. That's what it looks like. I see uh, a two Philadelphia, three red, four don't know, five Minnesota. Mr. A, the uh, number is... I guess I'll plug it real fast, but the number is in the description if you'd like to uh, call in real quick. That number is 732- 
844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And like I said, that number is in the description if you would like to call in. Hopefully my service is working all right. My service tends to uh, fuck up where I am sometimes. So if it goes right to uh, voicemail, I guess just try again. I don't freaking know. Until then, I'm going to move on to, uh, actually, this was a, it, it was funny. This topic, I was like, wait, what the fuck? First Nickelodeon, now Disney? I see Disney star Kyle Massey is facing felony charges for allegedly sending pornographic material to a 13-year-old girl. Now, I just find that hilarious since Drake Bell was last week. Now we got Kyle Massey this week. Like, who, who do we got next? We got a Cartoon Network star next. Maybe we got, uh, I don't know, Johnny Bravo. That guy was hilarious. That sh- I love Johnny Bravo. Show You know, that show would be, can- if that show ever comes to light again, it'll be canceled, which is freaking stupid. That show was hilarious. Um, Let me see if I can find a quick clip for people that don't know this show. He would be the next one to uh, get canceled. Get canceled. He, but um, yeah. Who knows? I'm I'm getting ready for one of the the Sprouse brothers. They were on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. One of them to uh, come out with these charges. I feel like there was always something more fucked up about the Disney people than the Nickelodeon people. I mean, we already know Shia LaBeouf and Miley Cyrus are crazy. Now we got Kyle Massey with these felony charges. Who knows? Let's see. I'm, I've got an article here. Let's see what it uh, says about him. Oh, I just said I'd. Lo- I just said I'd lo- uh, get a Johnny Bravo thing for you people. Let's see. Best of Johnny Bravo. Um. Right, I'll play like a minute of this. Sassy. Okay. There, princess. I don't mean to break your heart. But then again, I'm a heartbreaker. Oh, gee. Uh, a kiss there, Missy. Well, now that we know each other a little better. So he ju- he just uh, kissed a woman that was walking by. His lips actually surrounded her whole head. And then after that, she tased him. He seemed to enjoy the tasing. Let's see. Is there another one here? I mean, there's like 18 minutes. Of that. I'm trying to see if I remember anything. Let's see if this one's funny. I see Scooby-Doo here. Don't worry. I don't bite. Does she? <laughs> Uh, so that was uh, he. He was just uh, in between Velma and Daphne from Scooby Doo, and Velma was the first one trying to flirt with Johnny, but he clearly had interest in Daphne. All right. Anyway, though, I'll get back to uh, the main the main subject. I will definitely have to uh, play some more Johnny Bravo on here. He's fucking hilarious. Um. Let's see. So Kyle Massey, we are talking about. It says, let's see what this article says. Former Disney star Kyle Massey, 29, facing felony charge for allegedly sending pornographic material to 13-year-old girl. I wonder if he's going to plead guilty like Drake Bell did. Wow, he's only 29. He's not. I I guess I thought he was older. I, I was never that really into the Disney Channel. Like I said, I was more like when I was young into Nickelodeon. And I guess a little bit Cartoon Network, but uh, Disney I was never that into. I do remember him. He was on That's So Raven, and then he got his own show where him and his father moved to the White House and for some reason left the mom and sister behind. Like, were they getting a divorce? What was the point? In Le- Le- like, it seems kind of like weird to just leave your family in another state. 
I'm sure that mom was getting plowed every night. She was just cheating on the dad every second she got. Uh, let's see. The 29-year-old actor known for playing Corey Baxter on That's So Raven and Corey in the House. That was the one about the White House. Uh, has been charged with one count of communication with a minor for immoral purposes. Pre-legal documents obtained by the outlet, Massey has been accused of sending sexually explicit content to the girl electronically around December 2018 and January 2019. Let's see what else we got here. If anyone wants to read this, I find these Daily Mail articles like pretty funny. They're pretty entertaining, so that's where I find some of these from. That's where I'm reading it right now. Uh, in March, Massey was sued for $1.5 million uh, for allegedly sending numerous sexually explicit texts, images, and videos via Snapchat, but the actor claimed he was being extorted. I, I gotta be honest with you. Why would he be so stupid to where he would be sending, uh, you know, all those pictures and stuff to a, to a minor? I don't know. Let's see what else this article says. Back in March, Massey vehemently uh, denied the first round of allegations, calling the 1.5 million lawsuit uh, levied against him on Friday a case of extortion. Massey said in a statement through his attorney... Lee Hutton at the time, no child should ever be exposed to sexually explicit materials, and I unequivocally and categorically deny any alleged misconduct. Alright, so he ain't pleading guilty like Drake Bell did. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, the unidentified girl and her family met Massey when she was four years old and stayed in touch with the actor over the years as she began her own entertainment career. She reached out to him in late 2018 with hopes of auditioning for a role on the recently rebooted Raven's Home. Damn, so she was like, hey, you think you can get me an audition or something? And he was like, I guess, but you gotta see pictures of my penis first. Uh, The lawsuit also contends Massey that then suggested that she fly out and stay with him and his girlfriend in Los Angeles while she looked to get a talent agent. Just days later, the child contended Massey sent her a number of sexually explicit text messages, images, and videos. See, this is what I hate about this. Everyone has to, you know, form opinions and stuff on this. I, you know, and clearly when you see when you see this, I'm reading this, you're definitely going to have opinions. We, we really shouldn't be having an opinions on this, Right? We really don't know any side. Like, all we know is what's given. I say just let the justice system take care of it. Supporting his claims of extortion, Massey maintained the accuser's legal team demanded $1.5 million earlier this year and threatened to go public to destroy his career if he didn't comply. The actor said he shot down the demand. He asked... Uh, he has asked fans and the public in general not to jump, uh, not to jump, not to jump. They said that twice. Good old Daily Mail. Unless he actually was saying that twice. But uh, not to jump to conclusions based on allegations alone, but reserve judgment until the whole story comes to light, proving the allega- these allegations baseless. See, isn't that crazy if these are not true? That someone could literally just make up a story and ruin someone's life. It's either he'd have to give over $1.5 million or his life and career just gets fucked. And then isn't it fucked up if he did send those pictures? That's why I say just let the freaking justice system take care of it. We shouldn't be making opinion. We How are we supposed to know either way? Ugh. Um... Let's see, blah, 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 blah. His resume also includes Dancing with the Stars, season 11 in 2010, and guest roles in The Practice, Gotham, Being Mary Jane, and the voice of Jeremy on the 
on Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right, so that's about it with uh, Kyle Massey. I mean, he's not pleading guilty, clearly. You know, and and for me, uh, you know, I'd say you're innocent until proven guilty. So until he's proven guilty, he's innocent in my book. That's all I really have to say about that. I kind of hate when people do jump to conclusions. I mean, even if most of the evidence is there, I can't really, you know, I can't. If this art, like, from this article, there's clearly not enough evidence really either way. I mean, can we see, like, they accused him of the text. Did she save the text? I def like right now. I'm just you know. I'm just saying. I don't have a clue if if she, she at least ha- has the text still, and they showed them in here, gave some sort of examples. I'd be more inclined to believe her. And there's really no way you you can believe uh, Kyle Massey or not believe him. I feel because there's really all, all he has is his word. You know, all he could say is, "I did or didn't," and he says he didn't. Right now, I'm saying uh, innocent until proven guilty. If they can find him guilty, then I'll say lock him up or whatever they got to do to him. People do uh, jump to conclusions very easily. And really, I mean, I hate to say people would lie about something like that. But you never know, right? All righty. That brings me to uh, my next topic. Something I'd had one of these stories last week, and I'm glad I have another one again. These stories always crack me the hell up. It's when, eh, you know, it could be cougar, MILF, teacher, all the above. This one just looks like a normal mom from the pictures. Doesn't really, you know, doesn't really have that MILF status, in my opinion, but, uh, when they bang the younger dudes, always find those hilarious. So this says, uh, Nebraska mom 38 sobs as she is sentenced to up to 102 years in prison. Up to 102 years in prison! Holy crap! For sexually assaulting her daughter's male friends, aged 12 and 13, during sleepovers. Right, first of all, what was uh, her daughter ha- doing having sleepovers with... Male friends at 12 and 13 years old. I don't think the average uh, female is having sleepovers with males at that age. Um, During sleepovers, where she, uh, she supplied them with alcohol and pot gummies. Damn. So... From what it sounds like to me, these dudes wanted to bang this mom. She's supplying them with alcohol. She's supplying them with pot. I mean, I know 12 and 13 seem very young, but I don't know. Once dudes start getting boners, they just want to bang. I'm sure that's all it was. Let's see what the article says. Let's see if these dudes are like, no, she forced us. She tied us up, got on top of us, and that was that was it. We were forced. Let's see what it says. A Nebraska mother is facing up to 102 years in prison for sexually assaulting two of her daughter's friends. Okay, I already said that. Christina Greer, 38, so that's who it is, uh, was sentenced to 64 to 102 years in prison Monday for luring a 12-year-old and 13-year-old boy with alcohol and weed edibles before she sexually assaulted them in her home. Court documents show, according to the Omaha World-Herald, I mean, 12 and 13 does seem young. Like, when I hear the stories about, like, the 16-year-olds that bang their teachers and stuff, I'm like, I'm like, she didn't abuse him. That, that's just bullshit. The guy, the kid wanted to bang her. Um, You know, they either, you know, they wanted to brag to their buddies and stuff. Rumor spread. Teacher gets fucked. There is a double standard. I mean, you know, if it was a, a guy teacher banging a 16-year-old student, I'd be like, lock that motherfucker up. But in this case, and usually the case is with a 16-year-old dude and um, their hot female teacher, you know, usually got to give them nux. 12 and 13 still seem pretty young. I'm thinking if these kids wanted to drink alcohol and take pot gummies, they probably wanted to bang this mom. You know, and at 12 and 13, these kids are starting to get horny. 
Her daughter was 11 at the time. So her daughter was 11 having sleepovers with uh, 12 and 13-year-old males while her mom's banging them. In March, a Sarpy County jury had found Greer guilty of three counts of first-degree sexual assault of a child, six counts of felony child abuse, and two counts of a witness tampering. Damn. You know, I'm looking at her. I wouldn't say she's like Milstead, but who knows what she looked like, you know, dolled up and stuff. I'm sure she wasn't looking like uh, this in handcuffs uh, when these kids were banging her, but who knows? I don't know what they're into. Maybe she was in handcuffs when, the, when she was banging them. Um... No, I mean, I yeah, if I were 12, 13 and I had the opportunity, why not? Police initially arrested Greer after a report was made that she was having sex with one of the boys from September 2017 to December 2017. Damn, they banged for that many months? Good for that kid. Hope they got out for some meals. Um, <clears throat> A Sarpy County Sheriff's deputy testified that he interviewed a 13-year-old boy who admitted to having sex with Greer on three occasions at her home near the Chalco Hills Recreation Area. See, this is the thing. If they were banging from September to December, I cannot imagine that um, that dude did not want that. Now, I like I said, if it were the other way around, if it were uh, a male teacher... Banging, especially if it was a 13-year... Like, that guy would have to be beaten to death if it were the other way around. Um, but in this case, you know, it's the fiend. I, I can't... Did I just say teacher, though? Again, this, she, this lady wasn't even a teacher. Man, I'm looking at a picture of her. She's got crazy in her eyes. You look at her and you're like, oh, yeah. You could tell she'd want to bang a 12 or 13-year-old. Uh, another boy came forward in tw- January 2019 with similar allegations, and that August, a child enticement charge was added to Greer's list of charges. Due to defense requests, Greer's trial was delayed several times. Having sex with an adult female is thought of, that's the cool kid of the group, said Sarpy County Deputy Attorney Phil Klein. Well, he is correct about that. It's just not the case in these situations. They've been bullied, transferred schools multiple times. It's just unfortunate they have to continue to deal with... What? Who bullies them about that? I would love to know who's... Are are they getting bullied, confused with... Something else? I, I don't even know. Bullied... And they have to transfer school multiple times? The people in the next school know about that? It's like um, the teacher trials in uh, SNL with Pete Davidson. There's two of them. They're they're funny. You know, they're like, were you bullied? Were people calling you names after this? I forget all the names, but one of them was like, uh, yeah, I was called uh, supercalifragilistic. That'd be such a dope kid. There, there is a double standard. There is just something different when it's uh, an older female. Let's see. I could see, though, her kid, like her daughter, being bullied about this. But the kids that were banging her, I, I don't, I don't know. I wanna, I wanna talk. I'd like to talk with these kids and be like, yeah, how, how did you get bullied? What do I know? I wasn't lucky enough to bang any of my teachers. Um, in court Monday, Greer sobbed through her statement saying she is so ashamed and sorry for what happened. I are you really not ashamed and sorry? I mean you did it for years. Greer said that as a mom it's her de- it's her duty to protect her children, admitting that she failed. Now our victims are 15, 16 years old, Klein said. One of them just got a driver's license. Well, good for him. Congratulations. Now they're going to have to deal with this for, uh, deal with this rest of their, for the rest of their lives. Man, they really need to learn to edit these articles better. 
Now they're going to have to deal with this for the rest of their lives. Deal with what? Unless I'm missing part of the story, I feel like they're probably bragging to their buddies about this, but who knows? Um, Because there are minors, neither the boy's nor the woman's daughter have been identified. All right, I think that's about all the story we really need to know about. So, 64 to 102 years uh, in prison. That seems like a lot. I feel like some murderers get less than that. Again, if anyone wants to uh, call in, give your thoughts about this, I would really like to know uh, some thoughts about this. Because 64 to 102 years in prison, like, like... was this really not consensual? That's what, that's what I want to know. Now, again, like I know, like I said, there's a double standard. There is a double standard. If it was a dude, if it was a a dude uh, in their 30s banging a 13 year old, I'd be like, all right, we need to beat this guy. You're like, he cannot walk the streets again. We need to beat him. He'll be in jail. That'll be the end of him. But this case, I'm like, I don't know, double standard. Alrighty. Well, I'm almost done here. I just have one real... I, like, I don't have like a full like thing with it. I just thought it was worth bringing up. Um, I see Carlos Mencia. He called out Joe Rogan, which is actually pretty funny because, you know, Joe Rogan, which I didn't even know Joe Rogan was the one to do this at first, uh, called Carlos Mencia out for stealing jokes. They actually made fun of it on South Park. It was hilarious. It's the Fish Dicks episode. You... All should watch it if you haven't seen it. And uh, so Joe Rogan called Carlos Mencia like on stage years ago for stealing jokes. And now apparently Carlos Mencia came out and say like called Rogan after being like, oh, he like attacks cancel culture, yet he canceled me. And uh, Carlos Mencia is being a dumbass at that. Really, if you think he canceled himself. I mean, Rogan definitely sped the process up by calling him out on stage. If you'd even say he was canceled. I mean, you know, canceling someone would be like, if he said a joke and Rogan was like, hey, that was offensive. You shouldn't be saying something like that. And then the media just went after Carlos Mencia. You you were stealing jokes. You're not supposed to do that. That's plagiarism. It's like, that's not a cancel. You know, if you're stealing his jokes and he's just getting pissed at you, you should be called out. Come up with new jokes. Don't plagiarize. And you're good. You're not canceled. Right? They still let you perform at... Holy shit, my leg just fell asleep. Sorry, people. Ah. Um, But they shouldn't... Uh, they still let you perform at the, the clubs, right? So come up with new jokes. Prove everyone wrong. Be like, nah, I didn't steal jokes. See, look what I'm coming up with. Yeah, who knows? I, he's probably just trying to keep his name and uh, his name out there. But he's probably going to be pissed at Joe Rogan forever. Rogan should definitely have Carlos Mencia on his podcast one day. That would pro. I, I don't have Spotify. That would probably be what I got Spotify for. I'd be like, all right, I got I got to watch these guys go back and forth. The thing is, it probably wouldn't be that good. Carlos Mencia would definitely go on to try to get some publicity. And R- Rogan would, be, you know, they would have like a conversation. I feel like it would be very civil and they would hash things out within like the first like 10 minutes or something. And then it would be a boring podcast for the rest of the time. And that would be about it. All right, people, that's all I got for you today. Hope you enjoyed that. I had fun with that. I'll plug the show right now. If anyone wants to uh, give a last call in, that number again, it's in the description one. And it's 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. Alrighty, so uh, before I end the show, thanks again, people that listen live. Mr. A wrote in the chat, so thank you for uh, stopping by. 
And again, everyone, press that like button on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. Ding that bell. It's the Frankie D Show on YouTube. The Frankie D Show on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, on Google Podcasts. I'm getting it out there, Moy. Um, the, at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. And again, if you um, are going to listen on Apple Podcasts, give me that review, give me that rating. I'll read it on air next week. All right, people. All right, that's it for me. I'm out. Peace.